Hello everyone, today is Tuesday the 21st of November 2023 and I feel compelled, drawn, inspired in these moments I would say of creativity <clears throat> to talk today about a concept that I think saved my life. At my lowest point I was uh, in a place <clears throat> under the weight of extreme depression, extreme depression at the impending failure of my business that I could see coming. I could see every week, every month, we weren't doing what we needed to be doing. We weren't getting to where we needed to get to. Debts were rising. There was more of a shortfall. We were losing more money. That was one aspect of it. And I was lost in that. The other aspect, as you probably know, is my relationship. And recognizing the the relationship I was in, um, it's not the one for me. And I had done what I'd always done in relationships and projected a version of me into my partner's mind that I thought they wanted me to be in order so that they would accept me. And the problem came up is that, well, that wasn't me. And... Um, you know, the highly introverted, awkward uh, person I am came out. That repressed version of me came out. But through all this, there was an incredible uh, accumulation of, of internal pressure and depression. And I was uh, seeking the usual source of uh remedies in in that place of what we're told to do through the you know take this pill that will make you feel better uh kind of route and i was on antidepressants for for a long long time and uh could i say maybe at my lowest point they helped somewhat numb the the troughs of 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 life at that time but i don't attribute them with much more than that but what happened so what happened was at a certain point uh, an intervention was made whereby I had to speak to someone and if I didn't wasn't willing to speak to that person the repercussions for me were potentially um being sectioned being sectioned is when you have your your rights taken away from you and you're placed into a mental facility and um and yeah, that was uh, a pretty precarious uh, time, one which I regret in many, many ways because of the pain it caused my ex-partner, the extreme amount of stress uh, that my child had, had he was around at that time as well, and very, very young, but obviously I recognise now that that doesn't mean a thing, but, you know, she's still present to that. So deep regret for me. But in any case, I had to have this conversation with a person from, uh, I think, like the local mental health team, or whatever it was, to to kind of see where I was at. And uh, don't remember the lady's name. I don't even have her contact details, which I'm really sad about. But on this particular moment, this day, this occasion, she came into my house. I was like, okay, let's go for a walk. And so 
I went for a walk with this woman. I think we walked maybe 60 minutes, 90 minutes. I don't know how long it was. It felt like a long time because we just started talking. And she started trying to find out what was going on for me and talked through these feelings I was having, this depression of the, the weight of my mind and life and, you know, very negative place I was living with him. And, uh, luckily for me, I think through the conversation, she felt like I was not, not needing, um, perhaps immediate attention in terms of being sectioned and having my rights taken away. And she, she left me with a few bits, but she said and recommended a book to me called The Untethered Soul by Michael Singer. And I've probably spoken about this numerous times, but I think this book for me truly sparked my desire to read more and learn more about the nature of the self. Um, and that's definitely the rabbit hole I've gone down. But the 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 book, The Untethered Soul, I think for me at its core helped me understand a concept that really was the like the the spark to to kind of realize okay I can I can get myself out of this pickle of this situation and so that concept is what I want to share with you now and it's really really quite simple but until you can see it it's almost beyond being seen and that is the the trouble with the concept right the concept is this that is that you are not your thoughts you are not your thoughts okay what, what do i mean by that well i think for me at least i recognize that prior to this realization and recognition i'd spent the whole of my life being completely associated with the thoughts in my mind and because of that i was completely at their peril i was unable to recognize when these thoughts had taken hold and they had pulled me to a very dark place i was unable to see that if i could take a little step back from this thought and remove my impulse to become associated and consumed by the thought I could create a shift and I could start to change and I could start to see, think and experience life a bit differently. And I don't want to butcher that book. I would just encourage you to go and read it. If you've got Spotify Premium, it's actually on there as an audio book now. Uh, and I think it is read by him. So it's a really beautiful book to listen to. But essentially... One of the big concepts in the book, which is what I want to speak about here, is this understanding of like who you actually are and who you not are. And if you can create that shift in awareness, there is some frustration because the the awareness brings with it an awareness of repeating of patterns, repeating behaviors, despite the fact you're aware. But through that, glimmer through the the door being open to the nature of self and awareness you can then 
take it upon yourself to investigate that further and build practices. And this is the key to this, I believe. And it's something, you know, it's like mental fitness. Something that's just so important to me is that the only way you can then, well, the only way is that it's a really grand gesture. It's really assumptive, isn't it? But I think in this, we all are hoping that there's someone who's going to come and save us from what's going on in our minds. But you are the only one who can do that within the context and framework of what I'm speaking about today. I'm certainly not equipped or qualified to speak about anything else beyond my own experience. But if if we're talking about this N equals one, what I believe, what I feel at this time, then this is this is me putting my stake in the ground. So I think what I'm getting at here is beyond the initial realization of awareness, what follows and what is required is a practice. It's a practice that continues to cultivate present moment awareness where you separate who you are from your thoughts. And in that place, you can allow the thoughts to come and go, ride the waves of thought, positive and negative, and not disassociate, but feel them, feel the thoughts, but not get consumed by them. And that requires effort. And you know what? I just need to be honest with you. I, I know we want it all to be easy. I know when we're in pain, we want the solution to be painless. I know when we're in pain, we want the solution to be fast and quick. But when it comes to the truth of disassociating the self from the mind, what we've got to consider is that you may have spent 20, 30, 40, 50 years being entrenched in that. And so to just think overnight, it's going to happen. You're just going to suddenly wake up tomorrow, recognize the nature of the mind. You're never going to get pulled into these patterns is, is not, not real. It's not true. Um, you know, you could argue, you know, that each action has an equal and opposite reaction. So the amount of time it's taken you to find yourself to that place will be the amount of time it takes you to get out of it. And I guess that's, there's a truth in that once you embark upon this journey, this will be something you do forever. These things that limit you will continue to limit you probably forever. But the beautiful thing, again, I'm inspired by conversation this weekend here. The thing that happens through practice, through this development, through cultivating awareness, taking responsibility for yourself, is that the triggers will be there and you can then not go down the same road with the triggers okay so if you're not your thoughts who are you and i don't know if this is again like if you are not at a place to see this at the moment this is not me being judgmental or disrespectful but just understand that you as yourself at the seat of the aware, awareness of consciousness is 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 not that you're not the thought okay and how do how do how do we know this well it's largely gained through things like meditation which i would encourage you to, to practice and to try and that was probably the that's the thing for me as well as reading meditation has been the thing for me that has helped me create some separation here and understanding is that 
meditation, for example, if you're doing kind of like a Zen meditation where you're just focusing on your breath, which is just that. You just focus on your breath, maybe count to 10, and then you start back at one. What you notice is that as you're doing that, your mind is distracted and the thoughts come into your mind out of nowhere, like random thoughts. So they might be thoughts based on what you're dealing with most in life by now. But as you try to focus your mind, your thoughts will come. And the, the beauty of meditation is the skill, which is the thing to be developed, is the understanding that if you can sit back, observe the thought from the place of self, the thought will go. And this is great in meditation. Then what happens as soon as we stop? We go about our day-to-day -day business and we just are, again, slave to our thoughts. What should I do next? What should I do next? What should I do? And, and the mind is just there taking over. And so I guess um, what I want to say in this concept, the practice for me at the moment is is constantly trying to bring in cues in my day-to-day -day life where I maybe transition from one thing to another, where I just pull myself back to that moment of awareness. And that moment of awareness just looks like being fully present with where you are right now, what is real in terms of what is going on in front of the experience of your life, and to check in with yourself about, say, where is my mind? If, my, if, if I am here, where is my mind? Where is that taking me? And I think for me, I recognize now that my mind often projects out into the future and spends 99% of its time worrying about the next problem. And I've started to realize, and again, this is something Michael Singer shared in one of his podcasts of the day, that when you realize that if it wasn't that problem, it would be another problem, that's kind of the trick. That's the, the thing. Oh, yeah, I just continually focus on problems or my mind does and so through these practices through this cultivation of awareness you can then I believe start to take a step back from being so consumed by the worry and you can actually I think change where the mind is focused as you from a place of kindness to the self and grace and love can say, hey, look, we don't. We, that's 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 not for right now. When that comes up, we'll deal with it. And this isn't me saying you won't deal with things that are really painful, really hurtful, really stressful. I am hundred percent still dealing with things that are super stressful, right? But I have noticed that the sooner I recognise what that thing is, and then just deal with it the sooner I can allow it to pass and this is not easy sometimes because I love to create stress within myself I love it I love to feel like I'm doing too much I love to feel like I'm over committing I love to feel like I'm not enough so my mind will continually look for opportunities to reinforce that and without 
me even thinking that I can get into understanding the, you know, the cause of all that and, you know, whatever it is, whether it's linked to, what it's linked to in the past, it's kind of at this point now, whatever it, wherever it comes from, it doesn't matter because that, that the, the, the essence of where it comes from doesn't, doesn't affect my ability in this moment to create some separation from myself and whatever that is. And, uh, I don't know, this is maybe naive of me, but I think we're all looking for this, you know, this, this thing that will help us completely, uh, resolve whatever's gone on in our past. And, um, I, I don't know. I don't know. I think there's, there's a, there's something to be said for making peace with the past, not feeling like you've been a victim, but to honestly understand what's happened from a place of like self-love and care so you can create a shift in you know how you view yourself but I I at this point feel like whatever is there will remain there and it's about allowing yourself to witness those things without getting consumed by them and in that witnessing you can then choose to make a better decision moving forward I think the things that have always triggered me will continue to trigger me I don't think that will change I think what changes is the response to the trigger and the ability through developing the awareness of the conscious self to go hey (laughs) we don't need to react like that anymore let's try something different here (laughs) and maybe that's wisdom I don't know I don't know or it's just what it is I probably want to finish this on something that is semi-confrontational and just an observation as I see it now. And that is, is that the frustration of this, if you understand what I'm saying, is that you become aware and then you repeat patterns. You repeat subconscious patterns put into you from a very very young age where we were not even aware of them right there's years one to seven when you're like a little sponge everything's gone in there to to make you you in terms of how you're viewing yourself the world people around you that's the the reality of the situation and i'm not discounting the benefit of working through trauma i'm not i'm not i'm not discounting any of that stuff right i really am not but once you are aware, you are also completely, completely responsible for what you're choosing to do from that place of awareness. And we want to fix. We want it to be not what it is. We want it to be something that is, oh, I'll just do mushrooms and that will resolve it all. I'll just... uh go and see a therapist and they'll say a few magic words to me they'll do some nlp on me some emdr some cognitive behavioral therapy and it's all just done it's all just it's all just done and having gone through numerous psychedelic experiences numerous bouts of therapy numerous bouts of emdr numerous bouts of cbt the truth is this the same things that were 
always there, are still there. The difference is now that I is that I've created and cultivated a practice, a way of living, which I believe is making me more mentally fit in relation to my ability to control where my energy goes in relation to what is going on in my mind. And from that, I can choose to live more intentionally. Is this 100% fuck? No, it's not. It's probably 20% of the time at the moment. But that's better than 100% of the time living unintentionally. The shift within that, all of this is one underneath it always is one of honestly is is just self-love it's that acceptance of who you are what's going on and from that acceptance then you can then choose to i think from a place of loving intention create and build practices to help you live more intentionally but essentially Whatever that practice is, will take you, first of all, really, really wanting to change. Like, fucking really. And then really, really being open to doing stuff that makes you feel uncomfortable, that makes you feel frustrated, and that you have to understand your mind will fight against you doing. It will fight against you meditating because it doesn't want to relinquish control. You know, deep within the mind is the ego. The ego is an extremely, extremely powerful part of us. And so as you start doing this, maybe you want to journal and start writing down what's going on in your mind your mind will tell you it's a fucking waste of time. As you sit and meditate, your mind will populate your head with, why the fuck are you doing this? You've got so much other stuff you need to be doing. Piece of shit. Just go and do that. Your mind will continue to tell you that, well, this is the way you are. And that is the way you will always be. It will play a game with you because it's extremely, extremely powerful. And until you can own your own responsibility to continue to cultivate awareness, to live more intentionally, you will continue to be trapped within the mind. And so that's where I want to end it today. I appreciate you being here and listening to this if you have. And if this has triggered you, then well, I wish I could say sorry, but I'm not sorry because it's probably triggered you because it, it hit something within you. All right. And I guess I just want us all collectively to understand that as much as we have our own responsibility to take care of our bodies, we have an 
equal responsibility to take care of our minds. And especially within the way we live these days, if we don't do this, we find ourselves in a real pickle mentally. And we do that, I believe, because the way we live is simply unsustainable. I believe there are many negative influences on our minds that are forcing us and meaning that we're defaulting to extremely negative patterns of thinking and thought and behavior because we're not being nourished. Our minds are not being nourished. Our creative flow is not being nourished. Our essential need to do nothing is not being nourished. We're just constantly plugged into stimulus and attention and stress and anxiety and fear and consumerism and comparison and status and until we can intentionally unplug intentionally create some white space intentionally not take on information intentionally see the things that are taking away from our experience of being through the nature of the mind till we can do that we're just going to be stuck and i want that for you so yeah that's it i'm going to wrap up there again this has completely come off the top of my head and if you were listening to this i appreciate you and just to clarify what this is these are just my thoughts they're largely my daughter addy but they are probably largely for me as well and um there for me because through speaking and writing I feel some form of energy some form of like enjoyment some form of like okay this might help one or two people but more so it helps me and maybe at some point I'll play it to Addy and I'll be like hey don't get so caught up in your head just chill the fuck out it's all good just go and have a good time that's that's really what this is and uh I guess I'll, I'll leave you on this. Like, There's so much written about this in different texts, different schools of thought on it. But when you can seriously create this shift in understanding of where you sit in terms of the self, that you're not your thoughts, there is a beautiful thing that happens where you become so much more aware of the absolute divine beauty and perfection of life as it is in this moment without any need to force it. And it's, it's that thing of like, you know, the greatest secret is there's that everything we need is already within us and everything we want, we already have. We just have forgotten. And it's really, really simple. It's like it's literally at the end of your nose. And when you can see that thing at the end of your nose, I've had it so many times. You just have this like, oh, fuck, this is hilarious. Like, what the fuck have I been doing? And so... I want to encourage you to go on this journey. I want to encourage you to take responsibility to cultivate a practice where you disassociate yourself from your thoughts and not get consumed by them and observe them. And, you know, do that because this is all about you experiencing life more pleasurably, pleasurably and more fully. And uh, I, I believe that is largely done through cultivating these kind of practices. So have a good day. And I'll speak to you soon.